0: Here's a message from Ken Lavica.
1: Tom Brady can't believe a team didn't want him, and they were going to stick with a mother bleeper. I can relate because in my sports life, there have been so many mother bleepers my teams have stuck with. Where I'm just like, get rid of this. Joe so Rigotti, hit the open. On your mark.
0: Get set. Go. You are listening to Ken Lavica Live. On ESPN 106.3. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. No, no, no. Stick around.
1: Hang out with us. Cool. Yeah,
0: we'll stay and hang around with you. It's Ken LaVecca Live on ESPN 106.3.
1: The theme of today's show... Mother Bleepers Who Just Won't Leave. In my sports life, there have been so many Mother Bleepers that just won't get out of my sports life. Tom Brady experienced it for the first time. And it, today, it is a Mother Bleeper edition of Ken LeVic Alive, featuring Coquel, Joe Regatti running things, and thank God he's here because he has his work cut out for him on a task that I've sent him on that Coquel would have failed miserably. Oh, yeah. In the, again, Mother Bleeper edition of the show, the first annual Mother Bleeper edition of Ken Levick Alive. We are here in the Anna John Levine Accident Attorney Studios downtown West Palm Beach. Right off the Intracoastal and the Phillips Point Towers, he is Coquel. I am Ken Levicka. There's Joe Rigotti, Ken Levica Live, featuring Coquel. Tom Brady making waves. And Tom Brady is a guy who I know is competitive and he'll yell at teammates and he'll trash talk on the field, but he's always just sort of the goofy guy. He's got the goofy social media post and he's kissing his kids on the lips and just sort of eating green stuff. And that's what Tom Brady does. He's just sort of a goofy dude who is defied age and is a born again champion after making a bold career move and good for him. I like Tom Brady now more than I ever have at any point in his career. Me as a Dolphins guy, I mean, all he's done is whoop up on the fins, whoop up on the AFC East, be beautiful and pretty and have perfect hair, and win championship after championship after championship. And then he goes to Tampa and uh, he reclaims his career and he wins a championship and he's throwing the Lombardi trophy in Tampa Bay from boat to boat and then staggering off said boat and uh, like that that's a dude like that's a guy i'm into it him and Gronk that's a that's a buddy film it's awesome and then i see yesterday the trailer that has taken over the sports world hbo's the shop interrupted and Tom Brady is featured on this. And Tom Brady made a reference to the late stages of his free agency after he announced that he was leaving the Patriots and looking for a new home. And Brady had this revelation. One of the teams, they weren't interested at the very end. I was thinking, you're sticking with that mother bleeper. How about Tom Brady opening up and saying, hey, I couldn't believe that that team near the end was going to stick with that mother bleeper. And man, can I relate. Man, can I relate to that. Because in my sports life, there's been, let's see, let's start with Ryan Tannehill, who got seven years to prove if he was going to be the franchise quarterback for the Dolphins. And it's doubly frustrating that he's gone to Tennessee and he's thrived. But the Dolphins franchise gave that mother bleeper. And I mean that in the most endearing way possible. Seven years! Seven years to show that he was the franchise quarterback. And never once did he in those seven years show that he was a franchise quarterback. Uh, how about with the Jets? You lived it, I've got to think, with Adam Gase. Oh my Adam God. Gase they should have staying, been a one-and-done.
2: They were going to stay with that
1: crazy-eyed mother forever. <laughs> forever. <laughs> I mean, Adam Gase lasted probably a season and a half longer than he actually should have, right? Like there was no reason for they him. They kept him in that last
2: season, the mother, some games. Yeah, like that's what they wanted to do. They just wanted to lose games. Yeah,
1: a- and so everyone in their sports life, they have had a team that is stuck in Brady's words with a mother bleeper too long. Who? has your team stuck with? Which mother bleeper has your team stuck with way too long? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Or you can tweet at us, at ESPN West Palm. Because yesterday, we discussed the 76ers and their head coach, Doc Rivers. You could seriously argue that the Clippers stuck with Doc Rivers stuck with the mother bleeper way too long, only to lose home game sevens and to lose closeout games. It is entire tenure as the Clippers head coach. But I think the lifetime achievement award for a mother bleeper that lasted too long was Jeff Fisher with oh the Rams. My gosh, Mister Eight and Eight before yes. Taddeo was Mister Eight and Eight. Absolutely, absolutely. So uh, again, we ask you, and this is in Tom Brady terms. This is the most endearing way possible. But who has, which mother bleeper has a team stuck with way too long with your team? 888-760-3776, 760 3776 And I think that ownership probably plays into this as well. Uh, there are a number of ownerships in sports that people are desperately wishing would sell. I mean, for me, I, for uh, growing up, in Chicago, the Blackhawks were uh, owned by Bill Wurtz and the Wurtz family. Uh, and Bill Wurtz was the worst. He took home games, home Blackhawks games, off of television. You couldn't watch them in the Chicago area. He blacked out home games. Because to, it wasn't to, sold out? To, yeah, to force fans to go to Chicago Stadium or then the United Center. And it didn't work. They, never, they didn't sell out games. And then finally, the old man died and rocky Wirtz ended up taking over his son and it changed everything but bill Wirtz, i mean it got to a point and i was young at that point so i'm not uh, i didn't learn the the greatness of the word mother bleeper which by the way is the best single swear word out there there's uh, no better swear word than mother couple, bleeper there's a couple good ones and no we're not going to rank the best swears we're not doing that radio show or are we? <laughs> but who is the mother bleeper that uh, your team stuck with way too long? 888 760 Before we take any calls, let's just make sure... We'll handle the mother bleeping. We'll handle that, yeah. You yeah. just tell us the person. Do you tell us the person, right. We'll we'll handle the edited version of this entire thing. But so far, we have Ryan Tannehill in his Dolphins tenure. We have Adam Gase in his Jets tenure. We have Jeff Fisher uh, with his Rams coaching career. Doc Rivers, you can make the argument with the Clippers. And then me, randomly, Bill words former owner of the Chicago Blackhawks. Boy, are we a weird-ass radio show. Jeb is in West Palm. Jeb, you're on Ken Live. What's up, bud?
0: Hey, this one's going to be controversial because he okay. pulled a couple of Super Bowls out of you-know-where by yes, Eli Manning Giants. <laughs>
1: they uh, did. Yes. That's true. Yes. That, uh, and, and then when I remember when he got benched for the first time, how big a deal that was. But it was time. It was yeah. definitely time. And then they stuck with him another couple of years, almost because what you say, Jeb, it was almost like, hey... Thank you for what you did, and we feel like we owe it to you. Like, they didn't go ruthless. Instead, they just sort of, like, let him ease his way out, which probably wasn't the right way to go. That's a really good one, Jeb. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Can a 2 champion be a mother bleeper? Yes, kind of. Well, Okay. And again, like, that's really, we're making it sound really mean. Like, we're just going by Tom Brady's word, okay? Eli Manning, I don't think, is actually a mother bleeper. But in this context, like, (laughs) he's a mother bleeper that's stuck around too long. Uh, He's a mother bleeper that's stuck around too long. Like, the... With Tom Brady I mean, I, we don't know who Tom Brady was talking about and I heard Evan doing the speculation yesterday very good investigative reporting on Evan's part by the way commercial free five o'clock you on ESPN 106. Today. I had to look up Dave
2: Campo remember former Cowboys coach Dave Campo yeah. I had to look up how many years because it felt like he was there for like seven years but those three years he was a mother believe it was there <laughs> too long
1: um Dave Wanstead with both the Bears and and the Dolphins was a mother bleeper who was kept around way too long. 888 760 Mother bleepers who just were kept around too long. Brad in Hope Sound. Brad, you're on Ken LeVick Alive. What's going on, Brad? Good. Uh, you? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I would agree. Don, Don Shua and the Miami Dolphins. Don Shula, ooh, that's that's actually oh, more controversial whoa, than Eli whoa. Manning. Ooh, boy. I don't know if I can... Brad, I'm sort Brad. of... I like I like the brashness. I like the brashness, and I can't necessarily disagree with that. I at first thought he was saying you were around too long. Well, I agree. If he was, I agree with that. I agree I'm a mother bleeper who's been around ESPN West Palm way too long. Let's just put it out there. So if anybody thought they were going to put me into the mix... I will volunteer myself to be put in the mix. Yeah, not this show, per se. No, we no, just, but the states Just Ken. Yeah. Ken I, in general. I actually think the market, Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast, uh, this is a mother bleeper who was hung around way too long, okay? Uh, Don Shula, and there are some members of the Dolphins organization from way back when that probably agree with Brad in Hope Sound. They probably agree with Brad in Hope Sound that Don Shula uh May he rest in peace. I really feel bad (laughs) saying Mother Bleeper when we're talking about someone who has passed. Uh, But there's a big push to finally get him out the door so they could go bring in Jimmy Johnson. Dan Shula, one of his relatives, one of my favorite college coaches in the
2: area, coached at FAU. So I'm going to just stay out of the Shula. (laughs) I'm going to stay out of the Shula conversation.
1: Chris is in West Palm. Chris, you're on ESPN 1063. Hey, Chris.
0: Hey, how's it going, guys? Good man. I would like to get the Mother Bleeper Jerry Jones (laughs) to stay in the owner's
1: box (laughs) you'd like him he's he's been stuck he's he's a mother bleeper that's stuck in the player personnel role way too long just handle the money old man exactly yeah yeah
2: the only problem is the mother bleeper junior steven jones may not be any better i was
1: gonna say the bloodline that's like a mother bleeping bloodline (laughs) right there appreciate the call 888-760-3776 do we agree though that the lifetime achievement award is probably jeff fisher Jeff Fisher's up there. He's definitely up there.
2: Now, how about for our Mets fans out there? Baseball is a big topic in the area. Does paying Bobby Bonilla still to this day count? <laughs> oh, that's a great Like one. Because he's still getting paid.
1: Is, <laughs> um, he's still wow. on the payroll. You know what? I didn't have time. You didn't run that by me before the show. I have not had time to actually workshop that and you can make an argument that it's in the realm. The Bobby Bonilla contract <laughs> is a mother bleeper that has stuck around <laughs> for way too long. I think by definition, what we're discussing, that counts. That's well done, Coquel.
2: And on Bobby Bonilla Day, another guy who's beloved to Noah from the Gators, Shaquem Noah, he was signed on Bobby Bonilla Day. The Knicks are still paying him to the end of the year. Yeah, you're right.
1: Uh, me, as a Big Ten basketball fan, uh, I, I don't know if you remember... At In Indiana, Tom Coverdale, the red-headed point guard. Yep. Or with Purdue, the big man, um, uh, Brian Cardinal. Those mother bleepers, they only played four years of college, but it felt like they were there for 20 years. Every season... I'd watch Illinois, Indiana, and say to myself, would you graduate already? (laughs) Stop. Like, how old are you? Brian Cardinal of Purdue looked like he was 57 years old. Like, he looked like he was on the doorstep of Social Security, and there he was still playing college ball in the Big Ten. Syracuse had the
2: white point guard who was there for, like, 30 years also. Oh, Uh,
1: McNamara? Jerry McNamara? He was there forever. I know. know, Absolutely. Who, in Tom Brady's words, are the mother bleepers that just stuck around for two months? long. 888-760-3776. In West Palm, we find Josh. Josh, you're on Ken Levick Alive.
0: Hey, uh, I just have a quick one here. Uh, Marvin Lewis with the Bengals.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, that is uh, extremely well done, and I'm actually, Josh, very disappointed that I didn't yeah, come I didn't up with like Marvin Marv Lewis. Lewis yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I like Marv Lewis as well. Doesn't mean that he didn't stick around in Cincinnati way too long. Now, what I will say about Marv Lewis is that he ultimately gets a bad rap because they didn't win playoff games, but what he did to help rejuvenate that franchise, like he was a solid coach. You could have done worse. I would have taken Marv Lewis and his track record uh, with the Dolphins much more than Adam Gase and what he did, or Joe Philbin and what he did, or Tony Sperano and what he did. Like there, there are worse. But once you get to a point where you are, where you know that there's not going to be any more building blocks like that is when it's time to go. And Marv Lewis certainly outlasted his usefulness in Cincinnati. My brain keeps going to quarterbacks. Is there any quarterback now that you think is the guy?
2: And I guess that gets into the whole who was Brady talking about, but not even somewhere where Brady would have been a destination. They're like, really? You're
1: going to roll him back out there? Well, I think that the Rams got to a point with Jared Goff where, uh, like, it wasn't sustainable anymore, and they're like, this mother bleeper's got to go. Jared Goff might be the quarterback that Tom Brady was talking about. Like, there's a possibility. The entire Detroit Lions roster, I feel like, is like, this mother bleeper about the organization. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah, I was going to say, like, just the franchise as a whole. Uh, Ron's in Fort Lauderdale. Ron, you're on Ken LeVick Alive. Oh, man. Is it a Josh and the home team?
0: Is that mother bleeper around too long? (laughs) Just uh, <laughs> but hey, Ron actually, do you shots. know? Uh, well, actually, I was trying to know who is Tom Brady really talking about. Do well, you guys really know who yeah, he was?
1: Well, Evan, Evan, yesterday, and I don't know if you caught him at five o'clock here. He speculates it's Mitch Trubisky with the Bears, but I think social media, or formerly of the Bears, uh, but social media the thinks he now. was talking about Jimmy G. Thinks he was talking about Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't think that's a spot for him. I know he wants uh, yeah, to go to San Francisco. All uh,
2: right, uh, thanks, sir. Yep. I'm taking my call.
1: Yep, you got it, Ron. And and that's the... It's never going to be... It, there's no way that this HBO show is going to reveal it. There's no way that Brady's ever going to reveal it. Um, uh, But I have a hard time believing it's Jimmy G, considering that he was coming off of a Super Bowl appearance. Like how yeah, can you just
2: a, it's, it's gotta be someone who's hanging around too long. I don't yeah. think Jimmy G is like that Mitch guy.
1: Trubisky makes sense, but were the Bears really in the discussion for Tom Brady? Well they
2: might be, because if, if look what he did with Tampa's offense with that defense and all the weapons they had going into last year, people yeah. might have thought the Bears of that team that yeah,
1: he
2: you know could dominated. Be. I could that, be that's not a bad job by Evan.
1: No, it, it no, I think that he he has if the radio thing doesn't work out for him, he can be an investigative reporter, use the context clues. Um but I think that uh, Jimmy G is a little bit of a stretch. Jared Goff could be in the discussion with that. I would buy Jared Goff, but that seems a little extreme, especially if the Bears were on the board. I could see it being Trubisky.
2: Jeanette Javier of the same show. Uh She thought
1: Tannehill, and I thought that was a good one too. And I know
2: Tannehill's been playing great, but I'm sure in his mind, he's like, really, instead of me, Vrabel? Like, you're my
1: guy. But if Brady did – like, I – How I judge Brady off of this depends on who he's talking about because I think that would be really unfair for him because Brian Tannehill also beat Tom Brady a decent amount when Tannehill was the quarterback of the Dolphins. So it's not like he hasn't been a formidable foe to Tom Brady. We talked about it last week. He's
2: been a top-five quarterback in the league the last bunch of years. Exactly.
1: He's the single best red zone quarterback over the last two years. Like, elite numbers. So, yeah, we'll never know who Tom Brady was talking about, but I do know, I love the fact that he has opened up the conversation for us to use the word mother bleeper over and over and over and over again in this mother bleeper edition of Ken Levic Alive featuring Coquel. We have you till one o'clock here on ESPN 1063. So let's quickly just recap the list. Uh Ryan Tannehill, Dolphins edition, Adam Gase, Jets edition. We had a Don Shula. Boy was Woo! that bold. Woo! Uh we had a Dave Wanstead, both with the Bears. And with the Dolphins, congratulations to him. Jeff Fisher wins our lifetime achievement Mother Bleeper Who Stuck Around Too Long award. Uh, Jerry Jones in the conversation. Oh, yeah, and uh, Josh Cohen on the home team uh, got a vote as well for Mother Bleeping Things That uh, That Stuck Around Too Long. 888 760 3776. 760 3776. And we love Josh, and he has not been around for too long, though he might agree. <laughs> that, that he's been around for too long. We'll ask him at, uh, at 3 o'clock when the uh, the home team comes on. We've got a lot to do today in a mother uh, bleeper edition of Ken Levick Alive. And Ken Levick Alive featuring CoCal is presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. FAU.edu slash mba Sport 21.0. 21- years 21 dazzling years of grooming the sports executives of tomorrow we're talking on-field positions we're talking off-field positions we're talking front office we're talking local sports organizations it's the FAU MBA sport management program they have remote courses they have on-site courses in Boca Raton this is the path this is the red carpet for you to get your long awaited job in the sports industry it's the FAU MBA sport management program Fau.edu/slash/mba/sport. Al and uh, where is uh, Al located in Lake Worth? Al is in Lake Worth. Al, you're on Ken Levick alive. Hey Al. Hey
0: Ken. Yeah, just wanted to quickly respond to your uh, mother bleeper that stayed a little <laughs> long. uh
1: Two
0: two edition for you, local FAU editions. Number one, Charlie Partridge oh, for sure. Oh no, <laughs> Al, you're putting uh,
1: me in and a number tough spot, two, man Uh uh-huh
0: number two and i hate to say it i really do god bless him i love him to death always will but you know after 2009 i think it would have been time to hang it up i gotta go with Howard, man i hate to do it i hate to say it but that 2010-2011 season we should have moved
1: on man oh al I appreciate the call. Oh, the 2011 season, the 1-11 in 11 year, that was not fun. Oh, there's Sometimes you take one mother
2: bleeping call too many, <laughs> it was out.
1: We stuck on this mother bleeping topic, two mother bleeping long. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. By the way, season tickets for FAU available now. <laughs> go to FAU.edu. Uh, <laughs> go to FAUsports.com. FAUsports.com. Oh, boy. How do I come off of that? Uh, when we come back here on Ken LeVick Alive, uh, we had some history made yesterday in the NFL for all of the right reasons. Also, the worst mother in movie edits that we have ever seen in our lives. It's a mother bleepin' edition of Ken LeVick Alive featuring co on ESPN
0: 106.3. Spend your lunch with Ken by calling 888-760-3776. It's Ken Lavicka Live. Presented by FAU, MBA and Sport Management Program. Here's Ken Lavicka and Chris Coquel.
1: Good for the NFL. Good for Carl Nassib. And it matters when someone, especially a high-profile athlete, comes out and reveals their actual... Uh, orientation this is big news and it does matter Ken Levick Alive featuring Coquel here on ESPN 106.3 check out the Ken Levick Alive featuring Coquel podcast wherever you get your podcast Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcast Ken Levick Alive featuring Coquel. Every single day, get the podcast if you miss any part of the show, or you can listen to the show and then listen back to the podcast. We have it in a full show, a little morsel, segment by segment. We have it all for you wherever you get your podcast. Ken Levick live featuring CoCal Podcast. What is up with you?
2: I just had a heart attack. Why? What happen? Because I left to use the restroom during uh-huh. the break, and it was a shorter break than I thought. And I came back, and I saw the on-air light on, and I was like, wait, we're in commercial break. And I didn't look over at you, and I look over and I hear you talking, so I thought you didn't know you left your mic on, and I thought you were just talking oh, away. We were,
1: we were continuing the segment of Mother Bleepers, and I'm just like Mother Bleeping into the microphone. Put off that conversation of any time. Like, that's not
2: the conversation I want you to leave the mic yeah. off because in case the bleeps went away. And, <laughs> you know, besides dopey radio sidekick, I have other roles <laughs> at this station,
1: and that one really hurt the heart a little bit. I, I will say, when you walked in, I, I, I was wondering what was happening because you looked at me and you looked at Joe, and then you got pale. I'm like, is he okay? Like, is he about to be sick? What's happening with I was about to be sick? (laughs) Um, Uh. Real quick, could we, uh, Joe, and I'm sorry to to pull this on you. Could we hear Tom Brady real quick one more time from uh, uh, the trailer that came out yesterday for HBO's The Shop Uninterrupted? Tom Brady talking about the late stages of his free agency when a team flat out turned him down.
2: One of the teams, they weren't interested at the very end. I was thinking, you're sticking with that, mother.
1: <laughs> so that's good stuff. There's a lot of fake laughter in that. Uh, I, I can't. I don't even know who actually was sitting. I, I know Draymond Green is in there. I couldn't pinpoint the other people that were part of the First shop. Paul, right? Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. He is because that's hear, his show. And you right? he can hear his laugh. Yeah. 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 Um, but uh, Chelsea Handler is the one like running the conversation. <laughs> Where did Chelsea Handler come from? Why is she a part of that? Is she a writer for them? I don't know. I have absolutely no idea. Have a lot of those shows, we don't think of them having writers,
2: but the topics just don't come up out of nowhere.
1: So. It was just weird because I was like, oh, Draymond Green. Oh, Tom Brady. Chelsea Handler. What the hell is she doing here? Yeah, uh, weird. But I'm going to give it a shot because there is the slight chance that maybe Tom Brady does explain the team. I doubt it. That would be very brady like
2: And it would have leaked. Probably. Right?
1: Probably, yeah. But like, I'm into it, and I, I've got to say – and I think the person matters on how I judge Tom Brady over this, but I love the fact that just shows the competitiveness of Tom Brady. He, at 40-something years old, still thinks that, like, hey, why would you stick with this guy as opposed to going with me? Now, if it's Jimmy G, that's really cocky, really arrogant, considering Jimmy G was coming off of a Super Bowl appearance. Is it, though, now? Now looking well, back, know, now, now also they drafted Jimmy G's replacement? Yeah, but also Jimmy G was, was hurt a ton of last year, and, yeah, they ultimately made the decision to draft a, quote-unquote, franchise quarterback. I see what you're saying, but I still think it would have been really bold. Really bold. It also
2: feels a little extra mean since he had Jimmy G shipped out of his first job, and then you're going to be like, oh, you're not going to let me take his second job, too? Are they
1: tight or are they He had him shipped out. That was all Brady. Yeah. Belichick but wanted to stay with couldn't Jimmy Couldn't you G. separate a co- competitive thing from a personal thing? I have personal no inside thing?
2: source on that, but no. Yeah, I-,
1: I like that Coquel is just declaring, he got him shipped out. Um, let's talk about Carl Nassib real quick. Um, what he did yesterday, just a nonchalant coming out, a nonchalant announcement that he is gay. And he becomes the first active NFL player to announce that he is gay. Um ESPN SportsCenter had a graphic last night. I don't know if you caught this that said first actively gay NFL player. No, 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 no. <laughs> first, not, not first actively gay NFL player, and I openly laughed at that. Um, but the first active player to announce that he is gay. And of course on social media, and I know Joe saw it, Joe Ragatti saw it, I know Coca you saw it. Why is this a story? Why is this a big deal? Why does this matter? And I get those people are trying to like brush it off, like, "Hey, this isn't news." Uh, we uh, like trying to say they accept people, we uh, they, they, they you accept members of the LBGTQ community, but it also comes off as I don't want to be bothered with this. I don't want to hear someone announce this. I don't want to face that this person has this sexual orientation, uh, and. It's really callous, and I think it matters, and it's significant, and it's going to matter and be significant for an awful long time because it still represents a vast, 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 vast minority of players, and especially in the NFL, there's some courage that comes from doing, there's a lot of courage that comes from doing what Carl Nassib did yesterday, and it's important because when you look, as he pointed out, especially giving uh, a shout-out to the Trevor Project, um, uh, suicide prevention, the suicide rates amongst um, uh, those who are gay, very high. Very, very high. Trans, very, very high. And uh, so it matters for someone like him with his profile, who just signed last year a big-money, long-term deal with Las Vegas for him to come out and be comfortable and say, hey, guys, uh, I'm in my backyard in Pennsylvania and just wanted to announce I'm gay. Like, that's legitimately how he did it. That's awesome. And it should be commended, and it should be talked about. Do you think if he didn't
2: sign the big deal, it would have been as easy to do? I don't know. Because sometimes that, that money security helps. Maybe. But uh, either way, I think,
1: think he already established himself before
2: that. The, and he's also the guy giving out stock tips. Talk about a guy who likes the word <laughs> at mo- hard knock. mother bleep. Yeah, yeah, at he hard knocks. like crazy. Yeah,
1: hard, I've never seen someone give financial advice with such strong language uh, than Carl Nassib did on hard knocks with Cleveland a couple of years ago. Keyshawn Johnson on KJA in the morning. It's Keyshawn, yeah. Jay Will, and Alan Hahn. Yeah. Um,
2: <laughs> he said it best, though. He said the veterans in the locker room. They're going to be fine with it, What they got to watch out for is The knucklehead 22, 23-year-olds who maybe don't know any better yeah. will say
1: things the wrong way and act the wrong way. Yeah. So
2: it's going to take a strong veteran presence for it to really take and place. And
1: this is the thing. This is why when you might be wondering, oh, why is this a big deal? Why does this matter? It's because in locker rooms, it is still very much a taboo culture. It is. You're going to have players from different walks of life who are raised differently from others who still have a tough time accepting the fact that this is now the norm, that this is okay, that they were raised in a household where they were taught that gay is evil. It's gross. It defies God. And uh, it's sort of like what we were talking about last summer with all of the racial elements and all of the discussions that we had. And the discussion was, oh, and in a football locker room, there's so many different walks of life that come together. It's a brotherhood. But the thing is, Yeah, that's one thing when it comes to skin color. It's another thing when it comes to sexual orientation. It's still very much taboo. It is not as accepted as it would be when we were discussing race relations last year. I truly believe that, and you're right, and Keyshawn Johnson is right, where he says the veterans are going to have to make sure that things are policed so that... And I think Carl Nassib is more than confident enough in himself that he can handle whatever comes his way. Yeah,
2: he was more talking about for, like, Future players yeah. to feel comfortable to come out as well. Yeah, and,
1: but this is where, like with Michael Sam, we were talking about a rookie who was coming out, had made that announcement out of Mizzou, and it was an uphill battle for him from that point. And uh, Florio wrote something yesterday about how Michael Sam maybe didn't get a fair shot. I don't know about that. No,
2: yeah, Michael Sam was an uphill battle to make the roster yeah. either way
1: and but the the people who thought that Michael Sam was wrong for coming out or thought he was getting unfair attention for coming out cuz he had the number 1 NFL jersey in a while there was a lot of support for him but there was also a lot of pushback like oh just looking for attention and those people used uh, Michael Sam as the it's a distraction this is why we don't need to hear that it's not a story it doesn't matter uh keep that keep that tucked away but it 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 does matter it absolutely does matter and Michael Sam Uh, That's why this is significant. That this is an established player like Carl Nassib is. That he's been there, he's done that, and now he says, "Hey guys, I'm gay."
2: Well, and he also probably wants to enjoy his career experiences, like we saw Michael Mm -hmm. Sam enjoy getting drafted with the person he was involved with his partner. Yep, I'm sure Nassib wants to do the same thing as he gets Mm -hmm. older in life and gets ready to start his adult family life. I don't. He could be have a partner now. I don't know his his situation, but he wants to do it with the people he loves without having it in the shadows. Right. And I don't think the older players care. And honestly, I hope because having worked in high schools kids don't care anymore either. So hopefully we're hitting that point That's where the thing. it really may not matter anymore. In
1: the in in high schools and in colleges, like that generation, the youth generation now is the most empathetic generation we have had in the history of the human race. Period. And so there is going to come maybe in our lifetimes a point where it truly does not become news any longer, but for now, it is news. And it needs to be discussed because there are still many people who feel like they can't live their truth, and that matters. And if Carl Nassib, his announcement, if him revealing what he revealed yesterday helps people live their truth and keep a level head about it, then hell yes. Announce it, be proud of it,
2: and and be a role model. And that's the beautiful part. Announce it, and I'm glad it's getting the coverage for that kid who feels alone, or adult who feels alone, who's struggling with mm-hmm. it, maybe as. Yes. Fought those feelings forever to say, "All right, I can relate with that guy yeah. who I like to watch on Sundays, or that guy who does whatever." Yeah. There is someone in their lives that they can look to and say, "Oh wow, it is normal how I'm feeling. Yep. This is this is okay."
1: Yep. So we say uh, we say good job and we say well done to Carl Nassib and congratulations to Carl Nassib uh, as well. So we have been talking about Tom Brady. We have been talking about uh, the. The mother bleeping quote that he had in the trailer of HBO's The Shop. Couldn't believe that an NFL team was going to stick with its quarterback and not take Tom Brady. And we had the discussion about mother bleepers in sports who just stuck around too long. Well, that got Coquel and I thinking to some of the greatest movie quotes of all time that have some of the worst TV edits of all Mm -hmm. time. Largely, they involve that word, Mother Bleeper. And so let's just go through, we picked out four movies that Coquel and I off the top of our head were like, oh man, that line's great. And oh God, when I saw that on TNT, or I saw that on USA, or I saw that on TMC, what a terrible movie edit that was. So let's start with Die Hard, the
2: beginning one. This is the, the this godfather is the original of the movie. <laughs> yeah,
1: this is this is the Godfather. So let's go to Bruce Willis Die Hard. Let's hear how it sounded in the movie. Yippee-ki-yay. Yeah, explosion. Let's hear how Bruce Willis sounded in the TV edit. Yippee ki yay, Mr. Falcon. <laughs> Yippee ki yay, Mr. Falcon. Yippee-ki-yay, Mr.
2: Falcon is what they went with. Every time I hear that, I laugh, and every time we play it, my heart drops because I'm just waiting for the actual thing to happen.
1: It never, ever fails. Mr. Falcon. Mr. Falcon, and I don't know who decides what words are going to be used in place of the swears, but that is one of the all-time worst and one of the most badass movies ever made. The Usual Suspects, Kevin Spacey in the lineup scene, Here's how it sounded if you saw the usual suspects in theaters.
2: You don't put guys like
1: that into a room together. Who knows what can happen? Hand me the keys, you f***ing There we go. Hand me the keys, you bleeping bleep. This, if you watched it on TNT, is what it sounded like. You
2: don't put guys like that into a room together. Who knows what can happen? Hand me the keys, you fairy godmother
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Oh man, Kevin Spacey talk about someone that uh, that that did not end up well uh, at the the tail end of his acting career but usual suspects that's a banger. That is a good, good film with a terrible terrible TV edit. Then we go to the big Lebowski. Oh, another cult classic. John Goodman, Big Lebowski. This is one of the penultimate scenes near the end of the film. If you went to the theaters to see Big Lebowski, this is what that sounded like.
0: See what happens, Larry. You see what happens when you f, stranger. The-
1: there it is. So there's the John Goodman line. That's a great mm. film, great scene, great quote, great movie. If you saw it on TV, and it's on TV an awful lot, yep. this is what you're hearing from John Goodman.
0: You see what happens, Larry? You see what happens when you find a stranger in the Alps?
1: <laughs> see what happens when you find a stranger in the Alps. When you
2: find a stranger in a mountain? Like, what is he doing that there? That
1: is the cover for The Big Lebowski. But this, to me, we said Die Hard was like Top of the Mountain, that TV edit. I actually think that Samuel L. Jackson snakes on a plane. This is I mean, the all-time, never-beaten TV edit. He is
2: the He's He's the the king of the mother bleeper. Yes.
1: Yeah. He's the mother bleeper king. And so the mother bleeping mother bleeper king is Samuel L. Jackson. So this in the theaters is how it sounds. Snakes on a plane. Enough
0: is enough. I have had it with these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking
1: plane. Legendary. Absolutely legendary. But then... May I present to you, of all, whether it's Mr. Falcon or what happens when you find a stranger in the Alps or Fairy Godmother, this Snakes on a Plane TV edit is the single worst in history. Enough
0: is enough! I have had it with these monkey fighting snakes on this Monday to Friday plane!
1: <sighs> Monday to Friday plane. <laughs> on this Monday to Friday plane, I mean, it doesn't get any worse than that. That is pathetic. That is truly pathetic. Uh, And that's a movie. Snakes on a Plane. There aren't many movies that if you watch the TV edit, it makes it so worse to the point that it's unwatchable. Snakes on a Plane is fun because of the swears. If you don't have those, it is completely unwatchable. Yeah, You cannot watch it at all. This is going to be controversial. Casino, because it's so full of swears. I think it's the movie with the most swears that's been made, like mainstream movie. It's unwatchable on cable. Like, you cannot watch it. It's miserable. When they do that, though, why do they try to match up with the mouth and put something terrible I audio Just give wise? the pause. Just give the pause.
2: Or just say something that's a better line, even if the lips don't necessarily match up. Yeah. Like, you don't need the M and the
1: F looking lips. You could just write something that's, like, you stupid jerk. You know what we should do someday? And when things get a little slower in the summer, we should get... It's not
2: slower than Mother <laughs>
1: Bleeper <Tuesday? laughs> We Tuesday? Uh, yeah, we are having a Mother Bleeper edition of <laughs> Ken LeVick Alive on a Tuesday in June. You're right. Uh, but we should get uh, someone who works in movies, like in the production element, and just ask them. Like, what we're going to do all summer, we'll have questions about things. We'll just track people down and talk to them and ask them questions about things. Like, that's what we'll do. Because I mean, we... I'm curious about that. Write
2: it down before we forget. I will. We can also ask Dean Thomas and Josh going to the home team because he's out there doing some but He's acting. Work.
1: He's not producing. Know. I'm just trying to plug for the guy, man. Let all me right. plug. Sheesh. He's... <laughs> I know. Sorry, Dean. You're <laughs> heavy. You have a great acting career going. Uh, Ken Levick Alive featuring Coquel. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. When we return, uh, we will talk with Pat Lawler of Lawler and Associate's personal injury attorneys. He is our sports agent insider. He is our sports law insider. And we're
2: gonna pretend like none of this happened because Pat's a professional, so <laughs> we'll just you know, we'll pretend like it's a normal show.
1: Yeah. Hey Pat, uh, how do you feel about the NBA playoffs? <laughs> He's Coquel. I'm Ken Levicka. Uh, it's a mother bleeper edition of Ken Levicka Alive on ESPN one oh six three.
0: Spend your lunch with Ken by calling 888 760 3776. It's Ken LaVica Live, presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. Here's Ken LaVica and Chris Coquel.
1: We'll be joined by Pat Lawler, Lawler and Associates Personal Injury Attorneys. He is the man who serves as our sports agent and sports law insider here on Ken Levick Alive. We'll do that in just a few moments. He's Coquel. I'm Ken Levick. Glad you're with us on a Tuesday on ESPN 106.3. We just got through what we believed to be the worst, uh, the the best movie lines that have the worst TV edits uh, of all time. Die Hard, Yippee-Ki-Yay. Mr. Falcon, the usual suspects, fairy godmother in place of uh, uh, blanking blank blanker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what
2: are you gonna say, I don't know. Word? I, got caught, nervous I there. got
1: caught in the air on that one. Big Lebowski uh, with the, uh, um, Finding uh, the a stranger, stranger in the, in the Alps. Alps. And then snakes on a plane Monday through Friday plane. Uh, Kevin in West Palm has another one. Kevin, uh, let me just... As your friendly midday radio host, let me just, uh, please, uh, let me stress to use the edited version of what you're going to present to us, okay?
0: All right. All right. I got one for you guys. Okay. This one cannot be edited by TV. <laughs> the kings of comedy, Bernie Mac, oh. mother bleepin' yep. bitch. Yep. He said mother bleeper about... 2700 times in that whole Bro, If you if watch that watch it, you will die. Yeah,
1: If you watch that on Comedy Central Before 9pm <laughs> it, it is you can't understand A thing that Bernie Mac is saying because Everything is a bleep and it's hilarious And the reaction is awesome <laughs> And him talking about his the um, It's his nephew right
0: Yeah, somebody owed him some money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Some other bleeping money. Yeah, exactly, (laughs) exactly.
1: And when he's talking about his nephew and the cookies, like, that's great stuff. But, yeah, you're right. If you watch it before 9 p.m. on Comedy Central, Kings of Comedy, you can't watch it because everything's a bleep when Bernie Mac, and he closes the show. So uh, (laughs) you've waited all that time, and all you're hearing is bleeps. Kevin, that's perfect. That is a really, really good one because I have seen that a ton of times, but... I realized I have to watch it at night when the cable doesn't need to censor anything anymore. When did that become a rule? When I was in high school, I remember South Park did an episode once they made that transition where they tried to say the S word as many times as possible, and they had a, a, a counter- at the bottom of the screen, to count how many times they said it. But I don't know when that actually took effect, but I want to say it was when I was in junior high or high school. Because I was old enough where it like, staggered me. Because I was like, wait, wait, what? what did you just
2: say? Because it kind of just came out of nowhere. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, uh, I don't know. That's a great question. And I,
2: that was a conscious decision. decision? Made. Was, I know. It's a
1: weird decision to make. But now if you watch cable uh, after a certain time at night, like none of that stuff is edited. None of that stuff is edited at all. And that used to be the norm. I like it better that way. When are they going to unedit everything? I don't have to go to showtime at night. So uh, have you ever traveled to Europe? I have not. Okay. If you do, it's jarring. Because censorship on television, depending on the country you're in, does not happen. So when I was in Spain, obviously Spanish language, but swears, there were (laughs) boobs. I was, Boo, like, wow. I was like, wow. I was like, wow. Honey, we're going to Spain guy.
0: for summer break.
1: Coquel's ready to go to Barcelona right now. <laughs> Book me a trip to Madrid. I got to cover the Euros. I don't know where they're taking place, but I think it's Spain. <laughs> oh, man, that is funny. But, but I mean, we are uniquely stuffy um, when it comes to censorship on TV. I mean, it's, and I get it. You should just know what channels you want your own children
2: to watch and it sure. really shouldn't be that censored sure. at
1: all. But
2: it's just weird. It's just weird that they made that transition where all of a sudden you just started cursing and it's like, oh, okay, yeah. I can watch this.
1: Yeah. Um, at what age did you allow your kids to start watching uncensored television language-wise? At what age were you allowed to watch movies and TV to a lesser extent with swears. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Because for me, it was right around 12 or 13. And I feel like that's maybe on the late end. But Greg and Joyce really didn't want me watching rated R movies. And I guess that'll be the basis for that, because you don't really hear that in PG-13. Rated R movies, with the language, 12 or 13 is when I finally got like a free reign to do that. But when did you let your kids? or when did your parents let you see rated R movies? 888-760-3776.
2: It has to be around that age because I remember I used to listen to Motley Crue's Kickstart My Heart because it said the word ass in it. And I was like, whoa,
0: <laughs> I'm getting away with this one. I can sing it.
1: Oh, uh, man. Well, but what about you? You've got a nine-year-old and you've got a four-year-old. So if, take the four-year-old out of the equation right oh, now. Oh,
2: four-year-old will watch whatever he does. My wife watches all like
1: uh, the crime shows and the Dateline
2: episodes. Uh-huh. And, like, murder and death,
1: he just, he, like, enjoys but the, it. But that's, job. I feel like that's different, that imagery, than the language, though. Like, the language yeah. is the key I'm thing. I'm just saying, I
2: don't think it'll affect him. My nine-year-old, if you put on, like, you could put on Grey's Anatomy, and because it has adults, he's like, that's an adult show. I'm out of here. Oh, because so he's? Because he's, like, scared of real people still on TV.
1: Interesting.
2: But, quite, meanwhile, he watches, like, Teen Titans and all these cartoons that are, Probably a lot nastier language than anything else that's going on. Yeah. But real people, he wants no part of
1: it. But you're, so you're not overly concerned about like when it gets to the point for him to sit down and watch, because he's not going to be ready. You don't think he's going to want to like willingly sit down and watch a rated R movie or something with language.
2: No, he, I can't even get him to watch the Avengers movies with me. Really? Like he, he doesn't want any of that. Huh. still. And I, you know, I'm worried more of when it, he takes a trip to Spain, we'll say. And then he wants boobies on his TV. Like that's what I'm worried. Because when I grew up, I had the old school cable box Ken, that had like the it was a long thing uh-huh. and you pushed the buttons. Uh-huh. But if you held the four and the seven both down at the same time and scrolled the dial, <laughs> did you get a little show every now and did then? Did
1: you so did you watch the scrambled stuff? Yeah, yeah. but if you held the four and oh, the it seven would down the, at the same time and you scrolled clear the it up? dial? Oh, it was wow. fuzzy, but you got <laughs> you
2: and I wasn't <laughs> talking about the screen. Uh-huh,
1: yeah. <laughs> you are the worst, man. But I lived the same the same life you did from that uh burst back then. Let's
2: get those T V boxes back.
1: We'll we're trying to track down Pat Lawler, our sports agent, sports law insider. If we can't get a hold of him today, we'll uh, we'll, we'll do what we were going to do with him uh, tomorrow. I think he heard the first two seconds. Yeah, he was like, decided, I'm, uh, I'm disassociating myself with this entire thing. But it does give me something. It, I, I wanted to get to this, and we didn't get to it yesterday. But Kevin Durant announcing he is going to play for the U.S. Olympic team and Bam Adebayo. Let's start with Bam for a second. Uh, Because as a Heat fan, with the struggles that Bam had late in the season and his unwillingness to unleash a mid-range jump shot, it was very Ben Simmons-esque. I think this is perfect for Bam. He had an early exit from the postseason, um, didn't expend a ton of effort in the postseason. So now he's going to go to Tokyo if there are Tokyo Olympics, and it looks like more and more it's going to happen. But I love the fact that he's going to be playing, practicing with that competition and then have Olympic competition to workshop his offensive game. I think this is a no-brainer, intelligent move for Bam Adebayo to play for the U.S. Olympic team.
2: Bigger than the games, I think, is being around the other yep. superstars because he needs Precisely. to come out of his superstar shell. So spending a summer with Durant and whoever else is involved, if Devin Booker's in, I don't know who's involved. I didn't look at all. I think, I Devin, Booker, we uh,
1: I think Devin Booker, he announced he's going to play. Kevin Durant, obviously, he's going to play. It, this is good. Being around these guys who are
2: an older guy like Durant, because somehow Durant's now an older guy in the yeah. league, and then the younger guys around him too and some, some of his peers that are acting like stars may bring out the star and bam. He may come back next year and you say, that Olympics, we're going to mark that down. If that's the point where he finally broke out of, you could be pretty good. You could, you have that potential to, oh no, you're a
1: top player yeah. in the league, because he's got all the tools. I don't have, and I don't want this to be construed as, Ken hates America, I don't have a passion for USA basketball. Like, those oh, days have come and gone. I love it. But it's because you're a Carmelo guy, and he's Captain America. Yeah, that's, yeah.
2: that's 100%. Yeah, I, mean, I got nothing else. Because I, I right. just,
1: there's well. no, yeah, I, I, other than select years, there's no major intrigue ever with USA basketball. You're going to go, you're largely going to dominate, and you're going to win a gold medal. Like, great, uh, go USA, but I'm also not like appointment viewing, especially when the Olympics are in Tokyo.
2: I, I do like when they try hard. I get mad when the stars are up and you get the group of guys who don't really try. Oh, yeah. Like, there's a difference. Put on, if you're going to put on the show, put on the, the show. The
1: 2012 gold medal game where Kobe went off in the fourth quarter, that's as good as it gets. Like, that was good. Like, I was into that when they beat Spain. But uh, to Kevin Durant, real quick, um, I, I respect that he wants to play for Team USA. I feel like he wants to do it because he missed out in an entire year of basketball and he's not satisfied yet. Um, even with what he did in the postseason. But if I'm the Nets and this is a dude who's just coming off of an Achilles injury and you had other injuries on that roster that kept you from going to the finals, I'd be like, hey, good good thought, but can't you just park it for a couple of months? He's going to be at Rucker Park then. You're not going no, to
2: keep Durant off the of court. Let, let him go with the team doctors. Let him manage his practice. Let him get his shots up. Let him be with the team. I, I'm okay with
1: it if I'm the Nets. Well, we are going to, since this has been a Mother Bleeper edition of Ken Levick Alive featuring Coquel, and we thank Tom Brady for the idea, we're going to give you an opportunity to win a $50, 50 50 gift card to Stormhouse Brewing. We're going to play Name That Mother Bleeper when we come back. 50 bleeping dollars. 50 mother bleeping dollars, a gift card to Stormhouse Brewing. Name That Mother Bleeper. What is this? It is a game where we ask you a question about one of the quarterbacks, Tom Brady, one of the mother bleepers Tom Brady may have been referencing. Name that mother bleeper, a $50 Stormhouse Brewing gift card on the line when we come back, 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. He's Coquel. I'm Ken Levicka, I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar
0: and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, it's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport
1: Management Program. Now back to Ken and Coquel. We're just a couple of moments away from Name That Mother Bleeper on a Mother Bleeper edition of Ken Levicka Live featuring Coquel. We celebrate the word after Tom Brady used it to describe a quarterback who a team decided to stick with over him in free agency. That'll be coming up on HBO's uh, The Show, uh, The Shop, The Shop Uninterrupted. Uh, So let's go ahead and uh, let me tell you about the fact that it is hot. It is gross, it is sticky, and it is miserable outdoors. I I would have went with it's a cool
2: show. Let me tell you about something else that's cool.
1: (laughs) I I went running this morning, 90% humidity, 85 degrees at 6 a.m. I mean, just the worst, just the absolute worst. And I'm like, I can't wait to get into my home that's air conditioned. And I was like, what if the air conditioning breaks down and I walk into a house that's hotter than it actually is outside? And that's a reality when your A.C. just goes blah. And uh, it's working so hard in the summer. Those things happen, and you need a plan. EDS. EDS is yes. EDS Air Conditioning, they handle AC and plumbing services, family-owned and operated, residential and commercial. AC Serving Palm Beach County since 2006. They set their appointment times up around you. It's not on them. It's on you and because they know you have a life to live. They're licensed and insured. It's a drug-free workplace. You can trust them, and they're elite. They're a train comfort specialist. It's hard to stop a train. That's EDS Air Conditioning. Go to edsairconditioning.com. Edsairconditioning.com. Joe Rigotti, let's play a little Name That Mother Bleeper. And now free zone presents... Oh, that's quaint. Brings you back to the days of yesteryear. And oh, you were who knew they used that language? I back know. Then. I had no idea. Could you imagine if I Love Lucy used that type of language? Tomorrow show. <laughs> uh, all right, let's play Name oh, That Mother by the Paper. Way, I Love
2: Lucy just talked about him beating his wife the whole time. I don't know I if know. the language is the same.
1: I know. But come on. I love Lucy. Not Rick, great. Ricky, the Honeymooners? Ricky, no, Honeymooners. Come on. Not great. Power and the Kisser? Yeah, That's not so good. Not a great message. We're not going to the moon either. No, no. All right, so here is the question. And if you want to jump in, a $50 Stormhouse Brewing gift card on the line. Zero Stormhouse Brewing, the newest craft brewery, North Palm Beach, half-mile south PGA Boulevard, US 1, Crystal Cove Commons. It's the only craft brewery in the area with a full food menu. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. This question related to one of the possible quarterbacks Tom Brady was referencing as a mother bleeper. This starting quarterback... Had a brother who was picked number one overall in the 2002 NFL draft. This starting quarterback had a brother who was drafted number one overall in the 2002 draft. 888 760 3776. 888 760 3776. It's name that mother bleeper. You
2: know how many coffee stouts I can get with that gift card? Can I pick? Can I pick? Can I pick?
1: You are not eligible, my friend, but Mother I will. <laughs> I like how you work that in. I will take you to Stormhouse Brewing and I will buy you one of those coffee stouts. Don't worry. Crafted on site at Stormhouse Brewing, one of their many in home crafted beers. And uh, they also, again, have that full food menu. It is delicious, and that place rules. The big screen TVs, go watch the Euros today the conference so watch the NBA playoffs, every single yeah. night this week yeah you didn't have nba playoffs last night so you got to make up for it tonight go to stormhouse brewing again a 50 dollars gift card to stormhouse brewing when we play name that mother bleeper the question is this starting quarterback had a brother who was drafted number one overall in 2002 let's start with Leo in Riviera Beach. Leo, you're playing Name That Mother Bleeper on Ken LeVick Alive. Who do you got?
0: Well, last Monday to Friday week, I got the answer wrong, so this Monday to Friday week, I'm going with uh, Derek Carr. Redemption for
1: Leo, <laughs> he was wrong on the college football. The cars have brought him back to greatness. Mother you have bleeping won, Leo. <laughs> mother bleeping Leo won. Name that mother bleeper, and he's headed to Mother bleeping Stormhouse Brewing with a fifty-dollar gift card in hand. Leo, congratulations!
0: That's Monday to Friday, right, baby? Let's yeah,
1: go, baby. Leo in Riviera Beach is headed to Stormhouse Brewing. In North Palm Beach, $50 gift card. He's the inaugural winner of what might be the only name that mother bleeper that we ever play.
2: Yeah, we might see you after the 4th of July. Yeah, after I, our was say. I see uh, Stephanie Prince walking the hallways. Yeah,
1: I, we'll, we'll see if we actually have a show tomorrow. But this was a really, really spirited edition. A mother bleeper edition of Ken LeVick Alive featuring co We did well today, kids, and we didn't commit an FCC violation. Well done. Thanks to Joe Rigotti. He hung in there like a chap. He's co Cal, we'll be back tomorrow. I'm Ken Levick, and we've been live on ESPN.